the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. All right, y'all ready for this? Let's go. Part two. All right, get your iPhone, your iPad, your iPen, and your eyeballs open. Let's go and get into the Word. God's got a word for you guys tonight. I mean, if the package is weird, that's me. All the good, that's God, all right? So God's got a good word for us, and it's, it's our responsibility to wake up. It's our responsibility to come tonight to receive something from God. God has something just for you. We are talking about the limitless power of your imagination. Think big, dream big, and don't limit God. Think big, dream big, and don't limit God. Do you know that there's limitless power in your imagination? That can be a positive or a negative. It's all up to you. What are you thinking about? What are you imagining? There's a whole different side of fantasy. I'm not talking about fantasy, right? I'm going to win the lottery. Yeah, like we're talking about the imagination, the power of your imagination. If you ask a kid what they want to be, they want to be a doctor and they want to be the trash man. They want to be an astronaut and they want to be a dentist. They want to be a teacher and they want to like, I mean, they, their imagination can just go and go and go. It's so cool. And we're children of God. And it's time that we start acting like it. It's time that we start walking in that authority. Your father is the creator of the heaven and earth. He owns it all. Imagine if your dad was a king, how would you walk? Like you would talk on a whole nother level. Why? Because your father is the king. Your dad owns everything. Imagine, your, God, your dad is God. We need to stop limiting God. How do we limit God? We limit God with our thinking. We put God in a box. We limit God. We put ourselves in a box. Somebody said something about you a long time ago. It's time to get over it, let it go, get out of the box, shake the box, get a box cutter and cut open the box. Like whatever we got to do, it's time to take the limits off. It's time to take the limits off of our thinking. In Romans 8, 5, this is the Amplified. It says, for those who are living according to the flesh set their minds, thoughts, imagination on the things of the flesh. What do they do? They set their mind. They set their thoughts. They set their imagination on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. But those who are living according to the spirit, what do they do? They walk spooky. And they're so spiritual. And they say things that I don't know because I'm not that person, right? We think, we, we get so spooky when it's about something spiritual. What we think is spiritual, and we're over here like all confused. What do they do? They set their minds, their thoughts, and imagination on the things of the spirit. God's will, his plan, and his purpose. What is God's will, God's plan, his purpose? It's all in his word. 
And we need to dive in and discover it for ourselves. Discover God's plan, God's will, God's purpose for our life. He has a special plan for every single one of us. We all have a special part to play, a different part to play. You know, you don't need to be jealous, envious of anybody because you have a special part to play in the body of Christ here at Love Life Church. But this is where we get tripped up. This is where we get distracted. Where? In our mind's imagination. Woo! But what is it that distracts you? What is it that distracts you? What is distracting you from your goals? We're here at the end of the year, right? We're at the end of a decade. What is distracting you from your goals? To me, I'm like, we still got a couple weeks in. Let's end strong, finish strong. There's still time to get a goal in there. What's distracting you from fulfilling God's plan and God's purpose for your life? What is it? You have to ask yourself these questions. Remember, you're proving for yourself. And, and we want to fake it till you make it. You're never faking it. There's no faking it till you make it. You're faking it and then you get to another level of faking it, which is another level of faking it. And then you're like, how did I get this far as a fake? And then you're wondering, seriously, you're trying to have a real relationship with somebody, but you so fake, you don't even know who you are. Trying to have a real relationship, who's faking it, they don't know who they are. You're making babies that don't know who they are. And there's a generation that's saying, who am I? And I'm like, hey, let me tell you, I know who you are. God loves you. He's got a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. He has a destiny for you. So we need to empower people with who they are in Christ, right? So what's distracting you from your goals? What's distracting you from fulfilling God's plans, God's purpose? Is it relationships, friends, the wrong crowd? Seriously, one wrong friend, you get on the wrong path just like that. Show me your three closest friends and I will show you your future. Is that crazy? Look at your three closest friends and you can know your future. You need to start surrounding yourself with people, not where they are where you at with the people who are you where you want to be and that is seriously uncomfortable why because people who are where you want to be they don't look like you they don't walk like you they don't talk like you they're at a whole nother level so you have to grow up mature you know get yourself together and start surrounding yourself with those people how Begging them, <laughs> you know, paying them, whatever you need to do. Whatever we need to do. We all have goals and dreams and it's important for us to surround ourselves with those people who are where we want to be, not where we are. So this takes us all to the next level, right? What is it, the next level that you want to be? Find somebody who's there and introduce yourself. I am your new best friend. Yes. And introduce yourself seriously. Because we all, we all need to get into the presence of, of greater people. And maybe you can never meet that mentor, but maybe you can buy their book. Maybe you can take their course. Maybe you can invest in yourself to grow up. But that takes effort. That takes money. You can buy all the books in the world, but girl, if you never read them, they will not help you. You can read them, highlight them, and if you don't apply them, it is not going to help you. We need help. We need resources. We need biblical principles that are put in a, in a book, in Love Life University. All these resources, we have to take advantage of it. You could graduate Love Life University and that book never does anything for you. Why? Because who knows where it is now? 
I know exactly where my ID book is now. You know what? It's on my heart. It's on my desk. It's in my car. It's in my room. I love that thing. Why? Because it changes my life. And you have to understand that growing is a life journey. It's a daily process. We don't just arrive. We grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. We're going to be growing forever. I know I'm going to be growing forever. I want to be a rookie. I want to be 90 and a rookie at something. Why? Because I want to be going greater. So that means I got, I'm, I'm brand new at something. I'll be 90 years old. I'll be preaching at the youth ministry like, whoa, let's go. Get out your iPad, your iPad, and your eyeballs. <laughs> Who knows what it will be then? Your iPad 64. <laughs> Was it like Nintendo 64? That's what came to my mind. <laughs> we need to surround ourselves. If you're a single Pringle, don't raise your hand. Because all the other Pringles might be looking. This is not time to be wasting on talking to somebody. I am not kidding. I am not playing at all. You talk to the wrong person, your life is headed in the wrong direction. But you're like, well, I'm not going to marry this guy, but he's okay to talk to. How many of you know that people end up with the guy they were talking to, make a baby somehow, talking to, all of a sudden you in jail, we were just talking like, what happened? That happened real fast. You guys think I'm playing. You guys just talking to somebody. You know what? How about you grow up and ask yourself, why do I always have to be talking to somebody? Why do I always have to have somebody lined up, lined up, next, next, thank you, next? No. But ask yourself why. And let God heal that insecurity in you. Let God restore the broken heart in you. Let God mend what man or what woman has done to you. And then, and then you might find the other Pringle walking around. But it's so seriously, like when you're single, it's like you already have the next one lined up and the next one lined up and the next one lined up. Why? Like why can't you just go to the movies by yourself? Like why, why can't you be okay with yourself? You know what, because when you honestly have a relationship with Jesus, you're never by yourself. And that moment that you're okay with yourself is the moment that you're ready for others. Because no man, no woman can heal what God can heal. No man, no woman can fulfill what God can fulfill in you. God heals the brokenhearted, not time and not people. Time does not heal, God does. People do not heal. God does. That is for somebody today. Receive that. God wants to heal your broken heart. And imagine the lives you'll change when you're actually healed and restored. And you're walking out a truth that nobody thought possible for your life. But God knew. God knew. 2020 is a new decade. It's a brand new decade. Who's ready for more? Who's ready to go to the next level? Who's ready to have their God dreams fulfilled in every area of their life? It's time to surrender to his will. It's time to surrender to his plan. Where do you want growth in your life, right? Personal growth, health, fitness, financial, relationships, business, career, leadership, faith, giving, let's go. 
Where do you want growth in your life? Whose responsibility for that growth? Is it your wife? Is it your mom? I wish. Is it your dad? Is it your kids? Is it your pastor? Is it your church? Is it God's? It's your responsibility. God has given you every potential to do. It's your job to make it happen. He's given us resources. He's given us everything. He's given us wisdom. He's given us discernment. He's given us the Holy Spirit. It's our job to discover, to discover the voice of the Holy Spirit, to discover God's word. If you want the next decade of your life to be the best decade of your life, it's time to start imagining yourself growing right where you are, right where you are. You don't have to imagine yourself in the finished product. Can you imagine yourself growing right where you are today in that relationship, in that, in that sickness, in, that, um, in your career? Can you imagine yourself going to the next level and the next level? Sometimes we fake in it. You faking it till you making it, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be this entrepreneur. Yeah, um, uh, especially with I mean, I could just go on the single thing all the time because you're like, yeah, I'm believing God for a shredded man. I mean, I want him to have thighs and biceps and he can, I mean, please. And you over here like with your second bag of Doritos, your fifth bag of Oreos, and like you haven't seen the gym and whoo, you got a membership, but you have not seen it in who knows how long. And you over here believing God for Thor. Girl. You're like, yeah, but I'm a spiritual wonder woman, but you ain't physically her. Like, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm done with this fake stuff. Like, it's time to get real. It's time to get our lives in order. It's time for us to show the world what a Christian walk actually looks like with integrity. We walk in like we talk it. Walk in like we talk it. We out here talking faith and walking faith and seeing God move in our generation, in our city, in our families, in our house, in our health, in our wealth, in every area. Why? Because we believe that God's word is alive. We believe that Jesus is real. We believe that Jesus is working right now in us, in our hearts, in our lives, in our weakness, and in our strength. He is moving in us. It's time to wake up. It's time to grow up. And it's time to stop playing fantasy, but actually using our imagination and its limitless power to see ourselves the way God sees us, the way God sees others. Where do you want growth, right? Let's go, let's go. I want all areas. Let's see God. We need to see ourselves how God sees us. How are we going to do that? God, we're living in, the, in a decade where you can resource anything for free. It's called the internet. Okay, if no one's ever told you, there's this awesome website it's called Google. So you just type in there. Ta-da! You can get all kinds of resources for free, right? So I like, this is just some biblical godly principles. It's personal growth. I love John Maxwell. John Maxwell is my hero for personal growth, leadership growth, all kinds of books. Like he's 70-something still like throwing out books, throwing out wisdom. I'm like, get it, John, get it. He's like, when are you going to retire? He's like, when I go to heaven. Like seriously, he's like, I'll be writing books till I get to heaven. Like goals right there. If you're like, I need some personal growth. I need some leadership growth. Check out John Maxwell for sure. 
leadership examples through Jesus. Like, look at Jesus, ultimate leader, changing the world still today through us. What did he do? Greatest servant. What did he do? He came to serve. What was he doing? Preaching, teaching, healing. What are we supposed to be doing? Preaching, teaching, healing, serving others, serving others. Faith through the incredible teaching we receive every single week from Pastor Dan. It's time to grow up. He is preaching the word. What do your notes look like? How are you applying those notes? How are you going home preaching, teaching, and healing yourself? Seriously. Seriously connecting with God's word. Coaching, connecting, caring. That's what we do here at Love Life. The Love Life Encounter, Love Life University. These are just resources to help us grow. How are we going to mature? What's available? And I love when people be talking, but I'm like, what is it that you listen to? Who is it that you go to? What books are you reading? So that's why I'm just throwing this out here for you because that's how, these are the questions that run through my mind when I'm sitting there. So, and we, you know what? I want to grow in giving. It's time that we start giving like we truly believe that our Father is the creator of the heavens and the earth and that he supplies all of our needs according to his riches and his glory. Do you believe that God supplies all of your needs? Do you believe he's the creator of the universe? Do you believe he's the creator of gold? He's the creator of silver? He's the creator of platinum? He's the creator of diamonds? He's the creator of it all. Is he your dad? Is he your provider? Is he your resource? He provides all my needs. He supplies all my needs according to his riches, thank God, not mine. Right? For his glory. It's time to set our minds, our thoughts, and our imagination on the things of the spirit. Ooh. It's time to set our minds, our thoughts, and our imaginations on the things of the spirit. His will and his purpose. What are the things of the spirit? Look at your neighbor and say, what are the things of the spirit? What are the things of the spirit? What does a spiritual person look like? Look at your neighbor and say, me. What does a spiritual person look like? Galatians 5.22. This is the amplified because I'm a girl of many words. And Shatay says, why you always like the amplified? I love the amplified. But the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us. The fruit of the spirit. We're like, what does a spiritual person look like? What does this Christian walk look like? What are we supposed to look like to others? What are we supposed to see in others? We're supposed to see Jesus in others. We see salvation in others. And we're supposed to see that in ourselves. Do you guys know that we're the body of Christ? We need to start partaking of the body. Not just in communion. But in partaking of the gifts of each other. The gift in each other. What is it that you have to offer? What is the Jesus in you that helps the Jesus in me? That we help the Jesus in others. And we're going to heal the world through the Jesus in us. Partaking of the body. The fruit of the spirit. The result of his presence within us. Is love. Unselfish concern for others. Joy. Inner peace. Patience. Not the ability to wait. Hello. Yikes, here we go. This is the word. How many of you guys are getting a little butt whooping right here? Patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. We ain't out of control, we walk in self control. 
Against such there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their sinful nature together with its passions and appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk it like we talk it, walk it like we talk it, walk it like we talk it. We must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, moral courage, and conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. Not empowered by me, not empowered by the Energizer Bunny, not empowered by coffee, not empowered by your protein shake. We're empowered by the Holy Spirit. This is what our Christian walk should look like. Empowered. Empowered. Not afraid, but empowered by the Spirit. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do you want to know God's will? I do. Renew your mind to his word. Just like that. We renew our mind to his word. Renew our mind to his word. This is a lifetime journey. This is not just a journey, but an adventure. This is a, like the best adventure you could ever go on is finding yourself in God's word. Discovering who you are in God's word. Imagine yourself fulfilling God's will, God's plan, and God's purpose for your, for your life. For love life. The part you play in this vision. That vision Sunday is coming soon. Get ready for what God has for us. And for all we see, we ain't seen nothing yet but what God's going to do in this new decade, this brand new era. I believe it with all of my heart that prophecies will be fulfilled, that we will see a seed. And that we're going to receive a harvest of people. The harvest is great, the laborers are few. Who's ready to labor? Like seriously, the labor pains, ah, may be the hardest, but the birth of those new kids, a woman would never trade. She would never trade it. She's multiplying life. God's given us that. We are, we are to be fathers of nations, mothers of nations, birthing spiritual kids, raising them to know who they are in Christ. That God has a plan and a purpose for every single one of them. No matter what's happened to them, no matter what their story is, God loves everybody. And it's time that we start seeing everybody through God's love. Would you guys agree? So we need to imagine ourselves fulfilling God's plans, his purposes. It starts with believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth his word over your life. We first believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth salvation. We need to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We must believe in our heart and confess with our mouth God's word over our lives. God's words over our nation. God's word over this generation. God's word over our families. God's word over our disciples. God's word over our pastors. God's word over this church. God's word over our city. God's word over our government. God's word over our finances. God's word over our health. We need to see it, believe it with our mouth, believe it in our heart, confess it with our mouth, and we start imagining it, picturing it, and we start walking in it every day. This is a daily practice. Motivation can get you going. 
Motivation can get you going, but it's consistency and discipline that will keep you growing. It motivation gets you going, but it's discipline that keeps you growing, right? I don't want to just get you going. I want to keep you growing. I don't want to just entertain you. I want to empower you. Empowerment over entertainment. Inspiration over manipulation. Submission over ambition. Multiplication over division. Grace over sin. Faith over fear. Hope over failure and love over hate. Why? Because love never fails. God never fails. And we will never fail when we walk and live by love. Loving God, loving people, loving this new abundant life that Jesus died for, Jesus gave his life for, that we would walk heaven on earth. Not just live hell and get to heaven, but we walk in heaven on earth. It's honestly time to start living heaven on earth. And that's not just prosperity. That's not just, you know, roads of gold. Like that includes all that. But that's us raising hell. That's us no longer letting any soul pass us by that we're going to offer them Jesus. That's no longer us. We're going into where, to the ends of the earth. What are we going to do? Bring Jesus. Bring hope. Bring faith. But what does it take? It takes money, resources, a plane ticket, a passport. I'm just saying. But sometimes when I say heaven on earth, we just think of it for ourselves. But when I mean heaven on earth, the harvest is plenty. The labors are few. There's, there's multitudes of people that need to see you labor, birth out heaven on earth. They say, what is it that you have? And you over there preaching, teaching, and healing. Walk into a hospital. Walk in there with Olivia, preaching, teaching, and healing. I was there with Olivia, and I can see her preaching, teaching, and healing. She's over there like in confinement. She's not allowed to leave. And she looks at the door, and she's like, I see people. I'm like, baby, see the people. Heal the people. Come on, let's go. She's like, Auntie, look out the window. And, I mean, can you imagine her attitude? She could have the biggest attitude. And we, I mean, I would let her because get it, baby. Like, I know why they're keeping you in this box. Like, no, she's like, Auntie, look out the window. I'm like, okay, we're looking out the window. She's like, do you see the kids playing? There's like a school right there. I'm like, I see the kids playing. She's like, isn't that a nice swing? I'm like, it is a nice swing. I'm like, I'm about to break you out of here, put you in my sweater. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, but I can see her preaching, teaching, and healing. Why? Because she may be in the midst of hell, but all that surrounds her is heaven, is health. It's her outlook. It's that God's the healer, that we're all right, and we're getting out of here. And that's the generation that we're rising. That's the generation that we're raising up is that in the midst of hell, you're experiencing heaven. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we could dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that's working within us. He is working within us. God is at work within you. God is at work within me. We have a special part to play. Walking with God 
and his supernatural wisdom and discovering his discernment. So Proverbs 3.21, I just, I really need to get this scripture in. I love this scripture. I've been like meditating on this scripture. I've been thinking about this scripture. I sent this scripture to my life group. Because getting God's wisdom is the greatest thing you could ever do for your life. And then discernment on that, bring it on. I love the Passion Translation. It says, my child, never drift off course from these two goals. You know, we got so many goals. We got relationship goals, financial goals, life goals, health goals. And God's over here like, hey, come here. <laughs> never drift off course from these two goals for your life. To walk in wisdom and to discover discernment. Imagine if you walked in wisdom with your health and discovered discernment. Imagine if you walked in wisdom with your relationships and discovered discernment. You want to go crazy, but you're like, oh, I'm a new woman discovering discernment. I'm going to keep that crazy in here and let go and let God. Never drift off course from these two goals for your life. To walk in wisdom and discover discernment. Don't ever forget how they empower you. For they strengthen you inside and out and inspire you to do what is right. I love this about God's word. God's word inspires me to do what's right. It doesn't, it doesn't condemn me to do what's right. It inspires me to do what's right. You will be energized and refreshed by the healing they bring. The healing they bring to your body. The healing they bring to your soul. The healing they bring to your mind. The healing they bring to your thoughts. They... They give you living hope and guide you and not only and not one not one of life's tests will cause you to stumble. Who's testing you? Life. We're over here thinking God's testing you. Life's over here testing you. None of life's tests will cause you to stumble. You will sleep like a baby, safe and sound. Your rest will be sweet and secure. You will be you will not be subject to terror for for it will not terrify you, nor will the disrespectful be able to push you aside. Because God is your confidence in times of crisis. Where is your confidence in the time of crisis? In the time of the storm. God is your source. God is your provider. God is your healer. God is your confidence. And he's keeping your heart at rest in every situation. Life happens, but my mind will stay set on his word, on his promises, on his love, on his faithfulness, on his strength. In Philippians 4.13 it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In Philippians 2.13 it says, for it is not your strength, but it is God. It is not your strength. For it is God. I have to remind myself, it is not by your strength, Sash. It is God's. I remember hearing this quote, or like I just heard this, that as long as you can live with sickness, you will. Because I have a super high pain tolerance. Like super, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's incredible. But I've lived with sickness for many years because I can. And when, that, when I heard that, I was like shocked. You will live with sickness as long as you can. Because I'm like, eh, I mean, it's not that bad. And I'm over here like oh, dying. And, and I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. They're like, your pain level should be arm cutting off. What is wrong with you? I'm like, I have no idea. As long as you can, you will. And I'm like, God, I don't want to live with sickness anymore. 
I want to trust you that you are the healer. It's not about my ability. It's not about my strength. But it is your strength. It is your power. It is your ability. He's effectively at work in you both to will and to work. That is strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. To fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. Think big, dream big, and don't limit God. And let me tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready for 2020 at Love Life Church. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.